Welcome to Viewpoints Listeners. I'm your host, Henry Gross. It gives me great pleasure to welcome regular guests to the program, Frank Marinko, Managing uh, Partner, Empathinker Coaching Services. And I understand Frank's got a great topic to talk about today, but we'll let him explain that. Firstly, welcome again to Viewpoints, Frank Marinko. Hi, Henry. Great to be here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you on board. Now, you've got a wonderful title, a very intriguing one. Tell us what we're Yes, look, I've been dealing a lot with executives these days um, on um, the brand you. You know, who are you? What are you selling? Because we're all selling something. And these days, um, with the limited amount of time that we actually get with people, because we can't sit them uh, for a face-to-face meeting, it's all got to be phone or Zoom. So really getting flat on what is your sales trailer. And just like a movie trailer... Um, where two hours of movie is condensed down into that 30-second trailer. What is your sales trailer so you can tell people about the really, really intrinsic things that you do that might have them get your you to do things for them? So, you know, really the, the thing to work on is 15 words or less on what is your sales trailer. And it's a really, really interesting process to actually get involved in. Um, so, Henry, have you any idea of what your sales trailer is? Um, having had no preparation for it, I'd say my sales trailer is I'm the principal of a wonderful school in Berwick and very proudly uh, have been uh, uh, welcome you to it. So oh, that's very good. Um, oh, thank so, you. <laughs> you no caught me on a, you didn't tell me that in our preparation, well, Frank no, I, I thought I'd catch you on the run. So someone like myself, uh, my sales trailer is simply that I run a company called PowerBridge Management and I help organisations identify and bridge the gap in their quest for high performance. Um, and usually then people go, well, what does that mean? Going to then, ask you that. Yeah, so Henry, I just look at the process and the tools that companies use to support their executives and the knowledge, skill and discipline of the executive team itself to determine what we can do for that team to operate at high performance. And how does that go down? Well, it's great because it leads them to the next question, which is, um, how do you do that? And... That then is the stage where you'd qualify that person, whether they're really interested in your services or whether they're just a nice person having a chat. And at that stage, you put the question back to them. Well, how do you feel about the processes and tools that you use to support your executives and their knowledge and skill and discipline of the executive team itself? Mm -hmm. And that's when they either go, well, mate, I'm a farmer. So really, I've got uh, no interest in that at all. Or they go, well, that's really interesting. Um, I've got 50 people on my staff. And how would you measure something like their discipline? And that's then when you realize that you've got a prospect who's interested in what you've got to sell. And you'd make the time then or swap cards or um, organize to meet them at length so you could discuss uh, what you have in common. And there's obviously uh, that template of an approach. It, it obviously relies on uh, some 
assumptions in there, and that is uh, that if you take the time to listen to people, mm. um, you will you will be guided in what you do by what they say rather than just hurling it all at them in a, in a glossy or um, slick speech. Well, you know exactly, Henry, because these days we're all looking for this, that next opportunity and, and with COVID-19, it really has suppressed a lot of the opportunities. So one has to be far more effective with their time. So if you are in the process of selling whatever you do, then you need to be as effective as you can. Um, so one of the things that re this really does, this whole process of creating your sales trailer so that you're always ready at a moment's notice to let people know what you do and then the value or your differentiators that you've got. Um, you're always ready uh, to have a conversation that might actually forward uh, your occupation or your career or your business. Mm. It, it also begs that question, doesn't it, of authenticity, and you're very strong on that, I know, Frank, and that is only promise that which you can deliver. Yes, and only um, say that which you are. You know, there's nothing worse than pretending that you're a PhD in psychology when all you've read is a couple of books. Um, so it's, it's really, really important to actually get down flat in a sales conversation, who you are, what you do, the difference that you make, so that whether it's talking to a new girlfriend or talking to an employer or talking to some business person, um, you're able to efficiently and with time uh, on your side be able to let people know what you do and what it might be of interest to them in, in engaging you. Mm. Mm, good point. Um, from the coach's perspective, because you are an executive coach, um, what's the hardest question or what's a very hard question that a potential client um, has asked you? Well, that's a good, that's a good question, Henry. And because I've got um, an objection sheet and I've got a list of questions, I'm pretty much prepared for any question a, a client could ask for me because if you're transparently honest and microscopically truthful, then there's no problems with saying the truth. I find the thing is asking them a question back when they're at the stage of being interested to qualify whether they're actually a prospect or whether they're just an interesting person. And, you know, being able to say... Um, Actually, that's a really good question, but I'm going to put this question back to you. What, how do you feel about processes and tools and you know the way that your executives are developed, um, which then allows me to find out a little bit more about what they're thinking, but as well to be really, really time effective with regards to this person and their interests. So it's never so much about the questions that people will ask you. It's more about have you got the courage to ask that question that'll make a difference. So there's obviously times, Frank, where you get through that early process. You've started a, a, a partnership with a client as a coach. Yeah. Um, ticking all those boxes. Then somewhere down the track as a coach, you, you come to the realisation that um, it's not working and it isn't going to work, 
What are the indicators of that? How do you know that this partnership probably um, is best suited um, with other people working it? You know, that's, a, a, again, a good question, Henry, and, and fundamentally it all comes down to agreement. When I set my um, coaching arrangements up to start off with, I'm really, really clear and specific about the agreements and the expectations. So I will turn up on time and I'll be fully energised for the meeting and uh, do everything that I can to enhance the effectiveness of my client. They have to promise to be there on time, to pay their fees in advance and to do the work that they say they're going to. And one way I know consistently that it's not going to work with a client is when they don't honour their promises and in a lot of ways they have no intention of changing their errant ways. And that's usually a good indicator that this relationship is not going to last. Mm, Good point. Good point on which to have this interview conclude too frank um as usual if people want to get in touch with you how would they do that henry go to the website www.empathinko.com or .com.au there's a contact us section there they can ask us any question and we'll always be back to them within 48 hours excellent a one quickie to finish off with sure um our our emotional partnership with the collingwood football club (laughs) is it worth continuing with you know, it's, it's, this, this season really is an anomaly. It's an outlier. So I really don't think that we can take anything really serious about this season. Everyone's out of their home. Everyone's away from their home crowd. The, the, the home crowd relationship that Collingwood especially have in the cauldron at the MCG mm. um, has always been a huge factor. You take that away and in lots of ways they're just a group of young men away from home and loved ones out of the cauldron of their support base. So anything could happen. Well, I think I'll, uh, the jury's out on that one until this COVID thing is over and we're back playing home games. So we'll keep barracking for them. Oh, Henry, how could you not tragic Collingwood fan? <laughs> oh, wonderful. That was Frank Marinko, Empathinko Coaching Services, and a loyal Magpie fan. <laughs>